Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Hubert Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Last week we began some series. Everybody wants to do well. The reason why people go to school, the reason why sometimes you you choose even specific course. The reason why we go to special schools often is to do well. The reason why our parents may not have much, but they will even borrow money for us to go to school is so that we will do well. Hallelujah. Education is like a hope. The hope to do well. There are so many educated people who have not done well, but it's like it promises haven't you seen other people who have seen educated poor people? Yeah. So it is not as you thought. It is not as you thought. But I pray that through uh, the teachings of the Bible, that the knowledge of God will place in your hand that which is able to change your very lives and cause you to become what nothing in this world can help you to become. Hallelujah. So the foundation of the scripture we read is this. Can we read it together? One, go. Woe unto you, lawyers, for ye have taken away the key of knowledge. Ye entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering in ye hindered. Bible says that knowledge is a key. Hallelujah. How many have been locked behind a door before? Okay. You see, the amazing thing is that when you see a door, whether it's a wooden door, a metal door, aluminum door, a plastic door, a concrete door, or even a glass door, no matter how heavy, how big, how... It is. It takes something small, something small, like this key. Can you believe it? The door can be big. You may be very strong. You will never be able to enter. But something as small as this, you put it in. Whether it is a wooden key, a metal door, aluminum, it doesn't matter. Once you have the key, you open without struggle. You don't need to break. You don't, I mean, without easy. You don't even need strength. If you don't have a key, you may need a bulldozer. You may need a pick. You may need a hammer. You may need so many things. Many of us, can I tell you something? This is the difference between those who have knowledge and those who don't have knowledge. That is why when you see those who have been to school, they don't seem to be struggling and sweating. Knowledge is a key. All those who have not been to school, before they will be paid something, they have to use, I mean, carry concrete, dig ground, do because they don't have 
a key. And the Bible says that knowledge is a key. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? So, this afternoon as we are celebrating our diversity in unity, I don't want to go off. I want to stay on course. Last week, I began sharing something powerful, and I believe that it is something that will help everyone here. Because everyone wants to do well. But how to do well is the case. Everyone wants to do well. Even if the person has not said it, it is somewhere beneath his heart and in the mind that I will do well. But how do you do well? Bible says that knowledge is a key. So whatever problem you are having is because you don't have the key. If you are frustrated, it's because of what you don't know. So when you know something, that is why you can be with your own daughter or your son that you love more than a doctor loves, but you can never know what is wrong with you because you don't have the knowledge. But somebody comes and looks at your daughter and says, Hey, madam, your daughter is about to die. Do they buy you have by the person you cannot even see what is wrong because you don't have the key, you don't have knowledge, and it is sad that it is said that if you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book, put it in a book. May that statement not be true about us. I said, May that statement not be true about us. May we be lovers of knowledge. May we have key and different keys. As you see the books over there, they are different keys. They are different keys that will open different doors. They are different keys that will open different doors. And you need for instance, there's a key here that says what it means to be as wise as serpent. What it means. It's a key. If you want to do work, snakes are the most successful animals you can talk about. Snakes. Everybody hates a snake. Do you have a snake as a pet? Is there anybody? An animal that when somebody says a snake, the person doesn't even have to come and see what type of snake. He comes out with a stick ready to kill an animal that does not have a leg and it doesn't have hands. An animal that is partially blind, it cannot see well. An animal that is deaf, it cannot hear. But it's able to survive. There's everywhere. You'll be surprised that there's a snake in your room. You'll be... <laughs> hey. Snakes are so wise that irrespective of their handicap, somebody that is deaf Partially blind, without uh, disabled, it doesn't have hands, it doesn't have legs. It's able to survive everywhere. It's able to survive in water, and that, because it, the wisdom of a serpent. That's it, this book. When you get it, you will never say that you are a black man or you are a green man or you are a blue man. You will rise up with the wisdom of a serpent and become. Everybody is afraid of a snake. A deaf handicap without hand, without legs. You will have a, a good respect 
when you have this wisdom, whether you are small or big, people will respect you. Nobody plays with a snake. Everybody has a, a, a reverence, a due respect for snake. Because it can end your life. Yeah. One of the things snakes do, if, when, they are, when they are doing something, like a python, if he wants to eat, he puts all his body around it. Some of us, we have not put all our bodies around even our very lives. You're operating 20% of your life. Snakes, they don't have hands. All their powers is in their mouth. Somebody, you don't need to have any skill. If you learn how to talk, how to speak, you may become snakes. Their powers is snakes. When they speak, so it's a key. So what I'm saying that this that is here, there is different keys. Different keys that can let you do very, very well. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. So I've been sharing. Last week I began by sharing about why non-titus, the non-titan Christians become poor, and how titan Christians can be rich. Amen. Why? Non titans become poor, and how titan Christians become rich. Again, I'm about to give a key. You see, somebody will just close up. Somebody will just close because he doesn't need the key. But this is the key that can let you do well. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? If two people are going to travel. Maybe uh, the two of, of, of you. Uh, yeah. If they are going to travel and they came to me that they want to travel, they are driving. They are driving. I so you are, I'm going to pray for you because the festivity there is going to be accident and things. And I begin to pray for uh, our sister. Father, in the name of Jesus, I cover him with your blood. I protect him with your angels. As she goes, let your angels frank her on the left, on the right. May the cars that are coming never come near her. Deliver her from every witch and every wizard. May she arrive safely. We bind demons on the road and we curse them. We destroy them in the mighty name of Jesus. We destroy every attack of the enemy in the mighty name of And I pray for 15 minutes and I say, Amen. Then he comes. He wants to travel. And I said, As you are traveling, God will be with you. Okay. Just that. Don't go above 80. Okay. Don't go above 80. 60, 80. God bless you. If you happens to be one of which one will you think that I love? You may think that the prayer is powerful. 15 minutes. 15 minutes of prayer. But you see, the knowledge that I have given, the key to go and come. I'm saying that the actual key for him to go and come. 
to be preserved without shouting without 15 minutes. 60, 80. You may not respect that knowledge. You may not respect that knowledge. You want, maybe I should have poured oil. And I need to change my face or stand on one leg and, and shake a bit. Hey, hey, hey. You come back, you come. Then you know that yeah, the pastor is very powerful. The pastor is very powerful. But you, you will be surprised that you can pray for 15 hours and still go and die in an accident. Because the prayer is not the knowledge. Knowledge is the knowledge. Nobody dies. There is no one who has died running from 60 to 80. Statistics have shown that anyone who is traveling and driving, people, anyone who has died in accident was driving above 80. Nobody dies driving from 60 to 80. You ask anyone who died in an accident, the car was moving above. But you see, knowledge. 80% of accidents happen from 6 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. in the evening. So when you are about to travel, say, don't go in the evening. Wait and leave in the morning. You may say, oh, no. Because in the people have clothes from work. They are tired. They drive sleeping. So 80% of all accidents, there's a knowledge that when you know, it can open some keys. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together, for I will pray for you also. <laughs> Be seated. Hallelujah. So knowledge is a key. So when we are talking about why non-Titus become poor and how Titan Christian can be rich, I want to share with you how Titus provoke God's graciousness. Hallelujah. So let's read some scriptures. We read it together. After that, we close and we are gone. Psalm 67 verse number 1 and 2. Can we read it together? One go. God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us that thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations. Hallelujah. God be gracious to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us that your way may be known on the earth, your salvation among all nations. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about how Titus, how Titus causes God's graciousness to come upon them. Amen. Are you here? Look, in this life, in this life, you cannot fight the government. How many need the book before I'm, I'm sharing from chapter 17? How many need the book? You need the book. Can some people help me quickly, quickly? Just, it's just 50 run. It's just 50. Not after. You cannot owe me. Take it, take it. And not after. Anybody who needs it, quickly, quickly. Knowledge. 
You cannot have such a book anywhere for 50 rand. No. You cannot. Please, and if you have the book every Sunday, bring it to church. I'm going to teach this after the first week in November. First week in November, I will be teaching it by the grace of God. Because I need you to provoke God to bless you. Amen. Okay. Some people to the left. Some, some people need some here. Can, can I have some people to help over there? Quickly, quickly. You, you know as well as I do that our ministry is not for money. If we want to make money, we'll do auction for the books. We need to pay 1,000 rand to help. But it's not like that. Okay? We are rather reducing it. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. If you need one, just lift your hands. I will, I will advise you, if you really, you really, really want to do a, get a book, the knowledge will help you. Last week I was talking about how to get anointed. Either you pray for the anointing or you get knowledge. Anointing comes through knowledge. When you read Isaiah chapter 11, verse number 2, he said the spirit of the Lord will rest upon you. It's the spirit of what? The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of God. There's a reason why. Don't change it. Wisdom and understanding. Okay? Counsel and might. Knowledge and the fear of God. If you also know so much and you are not afraid of God, you become a fool. Yeah. When you know, like people who know a lot, professors, sometimes they can say that there's no God. Yeah. So knowledge must always be balanced by the fear of God. And counsel must be balanced. You cannot advise somebody and you don't show the person how he will carry out the advice. So, how does Titus provoke God's graciousness? So, on this International Sunday, I need you to learn to provoke God's graciousness. May God be gracious unto you. Amen. That's why the Bible says, God be gracious and bless us. It is when God shows you grace that he blesses you. It is the grace of God that qualifies you for the things that you don't need. How many notice that you don't need to close your eyes before you notice that you are a sinner? Do you have to close your eyes? With your eyes open, you begin to see that you are not as good as uh, people think about you. Are you here? That is why the government, you cannot fight. Because the government can arrest you anytime. Are you here? All of us, there's so many things we have done against God. All of us, there's thousands. I mean, if we begin... Not before you got born again, even after being born again. Yeah, just like your, 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 your lecturer, if he wants you to fail, your chemistry lecturer, if he wants you to fail, he can set a question because of you. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, and one of the things that is even difficult to decide how you've gotten is subjects that are not calculation. 
You see, with math, if you calculate, it has steps. So you have four steps and the answer. So if every step is 10 marks, you get all the four steps is four marks, and the answer is maybe also 10, then you have 50. But when it is written, things like discuss, the International Sunday was very uh, successful. Discuss. Now, what, what about if what you discuss, the person doesn't like? You see, so there, there is not, I'm telling you. So that is how it is. When you are a human being, you are dealing with God. That is why we are talking about how to provoke God's graciousness. There are so many things God can catch you with. You may be here, you may think that you are not rich. But if the government wants to catch you, he will come and say that somebody gave you uh, money last two years. You did not pay tax on it. But you may not even know that there is something called gift tax. That when somebody gives you a gift. So, you see, the government can arrest you. You can be in jail for doing nothing. He said, oh, but somebody gave me 20 rand. He will say that you were supposed to report on it. And you have not done it in two years. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If the government want to, that's why political people, when they want to catch you, oh, there will be a law that you don't know. Like a, a, a police officer or a traffic warden who wants to arrest you. You may have your license. You may have everything. He will tell you that your tie, the teeth is not up to five millimeters. You see, there is so many things by which you can be faulted and you can be arrested. So when they, are, they say go, the person has been gracious to you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Titan, how Titus provoke God's graciousness. If you don't tight, you, you, you are saying that God should sit, it should be critical. It's like, bring it on. Everything, I work for my money, I sleep myself, everything that I I am. I am the one who is in charge. So, Titus provoke God's graciousness. For God to be gracious is to be kind, to be benevolent, and to be hot. What does it mean to be gracious? Those who have been to school. For God to say, play on. To be, to be kind. God should look at you with, in favor. Should be merciful. Should not be judgmental. Should not judge you. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what happens to Titus. That, this is what happens to those who pay tight. God says, play on. You don't deserve it by play on. You were supposed to die, but I say go. Yeah, that's why something you see somebody is driving and sleeping. He doesn't have accident, but the one who has opened his eyes and alleged have an accident. Titus provoke God's graciousness. May God be gracious unto you. I say, may God be gracious unto you. May God not be critical about you. If somebody is critical, whatever you do, he will have something to say. You will be penalized. You will be punished. You, you will suffer for everything. I'm telling you. And God, he has, he has laws in the Bible that you have not read. He can invoke all of them against you. There's so many things. So when God is being critical against you, notice that you don't stand a chance. God is the most severe of the lawyers or prosecutor you can have. 
He can bring, he can bring laws that you, you, you have not even understood it. That is why people who boast of what God has given them, God doesn't like it. But I will show you quickly. We'll read and we'll be out of here. People who attracted the graciousness of God. That God looked on. One such person is David. Can you believe that he killed somebody's uh, husband and married the wife? And God said that he is the man after my own eyes. The man after my heart. I loved him. And he even promised that I will make sure that there will be somebody who will always be a king from his lineage. That is to say that God is going to make sure that in his family people will give birth and when they give birth all of them will not be ladies. That is to say that I'm going to ensure that all the children I'm going to make sure that you have males among them. He said I will ensure that there will always be a seat to sit on the throne of David. Then he said that even if your children do something wrong, I will not take the the, the kingdom from them. I will just whip them like a father will whip a son and let them continue to reign. That is God being gracious. That is God being extra kind. That is a referee that is being biased. When we say that God is gracious, it means that he's biased. He's, He's trying to say that I have not seen what you've done. How many notice that God has not really seen what we are doing? God has just said that, play on. If God were to take his ruler and his marking scheme and to mark your life, and to mark your life, you notice that you are getting 18% or, or negative 30. May God be gracious unto us. I said, may God be gracious unto us. Some of us, we have not prayed. You are a Christian, but you don't remember the last time you prayed. But God said, play on, play on. Carry on with life. Some of you go to exams not prepared. And say, you, I will let you pass. You see, the graciousness of God. Oh, I, I, I want God to be gracious unto me. I said, I want God to be gracious unto me. I don't want God to invoke all the laws. He should just look at me and say, play on. For God to be gracious, it's like somebody who... Have you watched... Have you watched a football match or any other match that you notice that the referee is... Is is biased. Yeah, that is what we call God is being gracious. The graciousness is like when even somebody they, they, they decide not to see it. Not that he did not, he decided that I have not seen it. Play on. May God not take his marking marking scheme and begin to mark. You did not pray. Minus uh, 10%. You did not pay tight. You did not give offering. You did not work hard. You you are he himself said that unless you sweat, you should not eat. But so many of us are eating without sweating. Bible said that the wages of sin is death. Why are you here? Why am I here? When we have sinned, it is God saying, play on. It is God saying, play on. See, Titus, that is what you do. The tithe is for a purpose to establish his kingdom. The tithe is for God to continue with salvation. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus came. Bible says in Luke chapter 19 verse number 10 that Jesus, he came to seek and to save that which 
was lost. Hallelujah. He's to seek and to save that which was lost. That is the essence. That is why anyone who pays tithes is helping God in his agenda. The purpose of God on earth is not to build dams or hurt. No, it's to save mankind. He wants us to go to heaven. So when you are a contributor, when you are a facilitator, when you are a helper of God's agenda, he just said, play on. Because of you, my church is being built. Because of you, souls are coming into the kingdom. Because of you, some pastors are being held. Because of you. That's why God looks at your mistakes and he turns his eyes and says, play on. Play on, I've not seen it. Titus provoke the graciousness of God. Hallelujah. I will read some scriptures and we'll be out of here. You need to understand that you can never become anything so God helps you. John chapter 3 verse number 27. The Bible says a man, a woman, a boy, a girl can receive nothing except it is given to him from heaven. Hallelujah. Last week I read a scripture. It says, promotion does not come from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He sits at the north. Hallelujah. Promotion does not, he leaves the north because the promotion comes from the north. He said, your promotion, your advancement, your improvement, your progress is not going to come from the west. And it's not coming from the east. And it's also not coming from the south. But he says, God is the judge because he sits at the north. Are you here? May God judge you. Qualify to receive blessings that you don't deserve. Yeah. That's why sometimes people cry. Sometimes when people are crying, it's not that it's pain. They know that what they have benefited, they don't deserve. Yeah. You notice that God has been more than kind to you. Amen. Another scripture. Acts chapter 13. Let's read verse 21 and 22. Look at it. Saul was made king by God. Your beauty is come to you because of God. Saul was made king by God. But when he will not obey, when he will not, Bible says, and afterward, they desired a king, and God gave them Saul the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin by the space of 40 years. 22. And when he had removed him, can you see, it's God who gave them Saul, and he's also the one who removed him. (laughs) May God not remove you. God has given you beauty. He can also stir it up. I was so surprised. He said, God, he made Saul, the son of Kish, he made him a king for 40 years. Give them kings. He gave them at a point. He said, no, 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 no. The guy is misbehaving. And Bible said, and when he had removed him, he said, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, 
I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Amen. So what provokes God's grace is when you are doing the will of God, when you are involved, when you are involved with what, that's why he said that I am removing Saul because he's too big. He cannot wait for his pastor, someone to come and pray. He said, no, no, I'm well experienced. I have recorded some uh, prayers of other people. I will play the prayer and just go to the war. So he did not wait for his pastor to come and bless them and come and pray before going to the war. So when someone came, he said, why have you done foolishly? Now you, God has blessed you, he's made you a king, and you've come to a place that you don't regard God. To regard God and to fear God is to fear the people that God is using. So you did not wait for me. God has also rejected you. And Bible said, when he had removed him. So, you see, when God is showing you favor and is gracious unto you, what he did, he will say that, play on. But if God sit on his judgment seat, you notice that it is tit for touch. It will be like mosaic law. A tooth for tooth, an eye for eye, a slab for slab, a hand for... Yeah, that's why the Muslims, they will ask you, when you steal, they will ask Sharia law. They will ask you, which of the hand did you use in stealing? If it's the left, they cut the, of the left. Yeah, you have to choose which of the hands did you use in stealing. I think it was the left. But then, hey, if God was to, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll all be finished by now. Another person is Nebuchadnezzar. I'm talking about you not, not doing something that will provoke God. To sit on a judgment seat. Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel chapter 4. Let's read from verse number uh, uh, 16 to 25. Look at it. Daniel chapter 4 verse 16 to 24. Is it in your Bible? This is God, God speaking. May God not change your hearts. God says, let his heart be changed from man's. You don't even know how come you have a heart of a man. You see, there are people that when a, a man, he's interested in another man. You don't even know how it happened. There's a lady who is interested in another lady. Yeah, you cannot just talk against it. You, you don't even know how the person arrived there. You see, as you like Pap or Saza or Chisenyama, God can touch you and you will say, I don't like Pap, I don't like Chisenyama. All I want is to, to chew grass like, like goats and sheep. L- listen to it. Let his heart be changed from man's and let a beast's heart be given him. And let seven times pass over. That's seven years. Seventeen. This matter is by the decree of the watches and the demand of the word of the holy ones. So the decision that has been taken against you, 
It is not somebody, it's not a Sangoma, it's not uh, uh, your boss, or it's not, no, no, it's a, it is the decision, decree of the holy ones, the watchers. You can't do anything about it. Where are we? To the intent that the living may know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of man and giveth it to whomsoever he will and set it up over it the basis of man. He said, you know what? God is, Nebuchadnezzar, you've been proud. God has raised you up and you did not respect him. You are doing foolishly. God says that he's going to change your hearts and you are going to become like an oxen. You, you will not sleep in your palace any longer. You are going to be outside. The lawn that you thought that it was going to be, uh, uh, what do you call it? A lawn you will sit on. That's what you are going to eat. After people have walked on, you are going to chew the grass. You see, when God's graciousness moves away, it's not, it's not good. This dream, I can Nebuchadnezzar have seen. Now, that all better. Okay, continue. Then Daniel, whose name was Belshazzar, was astonished for one hour, and his thoughts troubled him. The king spake, thank you, okay, and said, Belshazzar, let nothing, let not the dream or the interpretation thereof trouble thee. Belshazzar answered and said, Oh, my Lord, the dream be to them that hate thee, and the interpretation thereof to thy enemies. The tree that thou sowest, which grew and was strong, whose height reached unto the heavens, and the side thereof to all the earth, whose leaves were fair, and the fruit thereof much, and in it was the meat for all under which the beast of the field dwells, and upon whose branches the fowls of heaven have their habitation. It is, it is you, it is thou, O king, that art grown and become strong, for thy greatness is grown and reached unto heavens, and thy kingdom to the ends of the earth. 23. And, okay. Move to 25. See the 25. Can we read the 25 together? That they shall drive thee. He's telling him. He said, they are about to drive you from men. And thy dwelling shall be with beasts of the field. And they shall make thee to eat grass as oxen. And they shall wear thee with the dew of heaven. And seven times shall pass over thee. Till thou know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of man and giveth it to whomsoever he will. Do you need God to show you that he, he rules? The reason why all this problem was happening to this man is that God wants him to just know that he got he ruleth in the affairs of man. Why won't we know it rather? Does God have to put you at the hospital? Do you need your leg amputated before you notice that God is, is, is so powerful? I'm talking about 
how Titus provoked the graciousness of God. Hallelujah. May God be gracious unto you. I say, may God be gracious. There's a scripture in Malachi chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. I like it. Look at Malachi chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. He's talking to, he said, I have loved you, said the Lord. Yet ye say, wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, said the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob. God says that I know your brother, I know your sisters. He said, Jacob, you were twins. Esau and Jacob. Say, is Jacob not your, uh, Esau not your brother? But I did not love him. I have rather loved you. I'm talking about the graciousness of God. Go go to verse 2. And I hated Esau. May God not hate you. (laughs) If God be for you, who can be against you? But if God be against you, who can be for you? I said, and I hated Esau and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. It's like his heritage, his inheritance. He said, I, lay, I, made, I wasted it for the dragons of the wilderness to come and scatter. May God not make your life waste in the name of Jesus. That's what I'm talking about. How Titus provoked God's graciousness. It is when you are a tighter that you provoke the graciousness of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, number one. How does this happen? It's in chapter 17, if you have the book, number one. Titan fulfills God's instruction to support the poor. And therefore, Titus can expect to never be in need. Amen. Yeah. God has a purpose to support the poor. So when you are a Titus, you support what God is doing. And therefore, he will ensure that you will never be in lack. Number two. I think I read something else. Number one, Titan makes provision for the house of God. Yeah. The one is Titan makes provision for the house of God. How do you think that we came to have this nice building? How many churches have such a nice place? How many churches can buy a land in this place? It is some people's tithes. Are, are, you, are you here? Hello? It is some people's tithes that came here. Even before a church is started, how does it begin? Before you you join the church, the church has a church building. So how did it happen? Somebody gave and provided. Hallelujah. So Titan makes provision for the house of God. Titan makes provision for that. That's why God's mercy, his kindness, his benevolence, is provoked on those who tithe because they are providing for the house of God. Amen. 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 Yeah. Can you see the pillars? 
that we are doing. Yeah, I was here, the guy came. He wants his money. As I'm in church, I told the lady to tell her that I can't come out. It's not like uh, if I can't come out, the money can go out. But I don't have the money. So I said, I can't come on Sunday. <laughs> so I'm going to take an offering to pay for the labor for this. And God will be kind towards you. In the name of Jesus. Number two. Number two. The house of the Lord exists to spread the word of God. Spread the word of salvation to the ends of the world. Like we read, that he came to seek and to save the lost. So without Titus, how are we going to ever be even able to buy? Look, look at our speakers that we are using. It's not adequate. How can we buy uh, speakers? How can we have evangelistic crusade? We need a crusade team. We need a crusade van. We need a crusade. Do you understand? So that when we have gone to uh, done a crusade somewhere, we don't need to bring the instrument for church service. Hello? If the instrument even get uh, 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 blown there, there is something we can still have Sunday service. But without Titus, so you see, you may not know. When you pay tithe, you provoke God's graciousness because you are allowing his word to be preached, salvation to reach all the nations. Hallelujah. That's why God looks at it to say, allow. Play on. That's why the Bible is written by two madres. Madres that God said, allow. Moses was the first madra. Moses, he killed somebody in Egypt and he ran away. He was a fugitive. He ran away, but God says that I love this guy. You see, when God, you see, when God says he's biased towards you, people, it will pain people, but you see, as it pains them, then he will do it even more. I see God blessing you. Amen. I say, I see God blessing Amen. you because you are a tighter. May God be gracious unto you. Amen. May you prov- provoke the graciousness of God. Amen. May God always sit on his mercy seat when he's dealing with you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Hey, if you have a case, If you have a case with somebody you are sent to the court and the judge is not married or the husband has divorced him and you're, it will not, it's like. <laughs> yeah. See that is the judge. A case that somebody will just look at. Is, she, she's already angry with men. Or if he's a man, he's already angry with ladies. So when he sits, there's a lot of things in his mind. There's no graciousness. Even when you say that you're a first-day offender, this is my first time, you say, life in life, life imprisonment. I told you the guys who stole things. Some three guys went to steal, and they were arrested. And when they went to the... Uh, Court, the judge asks, What did you steal? One says seven up, he says seven years. So then the other came, so he took just a sardine. Then he asked him, How many uh, uh, 
things were in it. I mean, they said it was four, four years. So the third one came, he stole baked beans. So, <laughs> if seven up has seven years and the four side didn't have, then your baked beans. The guy is still deciding to tell the court what he stole because he can't say it's baked beans. Hallelujah. Number three, God wants to spread the news of salvation to different parts of the world. And he has promised to be gracious to his people if we will help fulfill this vision. Amen. That is why you don't understand people who give to churches who God blesses them. There are people who causes their company to tighten. Not that they are tightened. Their company tight. And even when the economic situation becomes difficult, they are still moving on. Because God will ensure. Do you know that there are people who also give to other people? Do you know that every uh, 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 party, like ANC, uh, what do you, DA, EFF, there are people who also finance them. Yeah, when those people are doing business, sometimes they, even if they have not paid their tithe, uh, uh, tax, the government will not see it. We say, play on. You just play on. <laughs> yeah, play on. The government can make a law and reduce taxation on the business of the one who has financed them. How many have seen what I'm talking about? There are people who sponsor parties. When the government comes on power, they can change a whole law to favor the business of the one who sponsored. Yeah. Maybe you want to do uh, import, uh, what do you call I don't know what you want to import. You want to import items, then they will come. Just before you import it, then they change the say They say import tax on this thing is removed. You bring it in, then they say, oh, it was a mistake. They have reinstated it. All those who brought it in, it's okay. It's be- <coughs> God can change the laws because of you. <laughs> yeah. God can change the laws because of you. Moses gave the law. He said, none of the people should marry an Ethiopian lady. But he, he broke the law. He said, play on, play on, I've not seen it. Play on, I've not seen it. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Political parties. Hey. If you finance them, they come on power. Whatever, they will give you business. They will support whatever you are doing. You see that you have become, why? Because you, are, you supported them. Okay. Wow. If political parties are sensible enough to keep their supporters in business, God is a better person to keep you in business. Amen. If you are supporting his work. Amen. That is how God blesses those. That's how Titus become rich. That's how come those who tithe, they never... One day, one of our brothers, where is he? Comfort. He's a, a, a very faithful guy. He was a, a very faithful... Titan, always. Then he told me that he's lost his job. I laughed. And I, I told him, I said, you've not lost. God is about to give you a better job. Yeah. I told him, God wants you to. You cannot tithe and be poor. You cannot tighten, lose your job. You cannot. You are the financier of God. God will make you better. When I said, you are about to get something better. 
Yeah. And true to my word, he had a better job. That paid him. How many times? Three times. Yeah. Is, is that? Yeah. I said, you cannot, you cannot lose your job as a tighter. I just laughed and said, I said, no. God has seen that you are favorite. He's about to change your job. He blessed him with a job that gives him three times as much as he was earning. You will finance God. God will out-finance you. You provoke. Yeah. You provoke the graciousness of God. If politicians are able to give contracts. Some of you have a, a, a ANC card. You go and solicit for contract and all that. Because you are part of the party. If you are also part of God's party. Hey. You are part of the financiers. You are youth organizer for God. You are a basenta leader for God. You provoke God's graciousness. Yeah. That's why you see your people, friends, somebody committed one fornication has HIV. You have done 10,000. You are still strong. You are moving. You notice that God has been gracious. <laughs> may God be gracious to you. I said, may God be gracious. That is why when you see the Ark of the Covenant, he made two, two seraphims and cherubim. He said, that was the mercy seat. Yeah, I pray that when God is dealing with you, he will sit on his mercy seat. Yeah. If God does not sit on his mercy seat and he sit on the judgment seat, hey, you notice that even the way you walked in will be a problem. God can have problems with you. That's why Titus do well. As though the, the Lord that should be released against them. Yeah. It's not, it's not there. God just have mercy on the person. Just graciousness. God. Many people suffer different depression, different things. But God is protecting you. Some of us, you have not prayed for a long time. You don't pray. I mean, but look at you. You are still around. You can see that God has been gracious to you. Number four. God's graciousness is bestowed on his church so that he will make his salvation known unto the ends of the world. So, in summary, all I'm saying is that there is a purpose why the church exists. There is a purpose. Anyone who helps God's business, amen. amen. There's so many things. Look, you can, you, can, you can press your leg like this. You see that it goes inside. It doesn't come up. You can press it like that. It goes down. It doesn't come up. It means something. It means your, your kidney. How, there are so many things. Only God. There are people moving about. They don't have breasts. Too. Ladies, they don't have breasts. It's artificial one or something that they have put there. Yeah, because they saw that there was a lamp in. How do you prevent your breast from having a lamp? Only God. How do you prevent yourself from not being depressed? Only God. How do you wake up when you sleep? There's so many things. If you are 
you are stubborn. God will just put you to sleep. In the morning, you see that I said, continue. You just continue. <laughs> you see, but when you are, you, you are kind towards God, when you are, you, you are somebody who supports God's agenda, that's why there are people here, they don't have much, but all they have done is even become, basically, the shepherds helping other people. God is looking after them, open doors. I have seen people that shouldn't have gone to school. God opened doors for them. They go to school, bursary, sponsorship, different, different things. Because God is the one who rules in the affairs of men. It is not so much. The race is not for the swift. Yeah, and the battle is not for the strong. Neither bread to the man of understanding of skill. But Bible says, time and chance happen to them all. May God give you time. And may God give you chance. May God be gracious unto you. May God overlook all our mistakes. Yeah. Hey, if you are staying with somebody who doesn't overlook your mistake, it will not be easy. It will not be easy. When you sit down, you said, I stand up. When you stand up, I said, you are standing. Yeah. You notice that you are just moving. You don't know what to do. Yeah. If your boss doesn't like you, when you go early, say you are there too early. Why are you there? When you are late, they want to, they've given you a letter. Explain why you are late. When you go to break, there's a problem. If you don't go, you notice that. Yeah. The person is critical. Oh, I pray for you on this special day. I, I don't know, but I feel that on this International Sunday, the only thing I can talk about is how to provoke God to be gracious towards you. How to, how to provoke God, not to sit on his judgment seat, but to be kind. That with all your mistakes, he will have a reason to say, play on. You have a reason and say that, you know what? I have forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. I have a reason. He said it. He said it to David. He said, even if your children do wrong things, I will not kill them. I will not destroy them. I will just chastise them and let them play on. Hallelujah. May God be gracious to you. I said, may God be gracious to you. Be interested in somebody's life. Be interested in people getting saved. Be interested in other people coming to church. Be interested in praying for other people. Be the reason why some people will go to heaven. Support, continue the purpose of God. Why is the church here? Why does the church exist? So that many will be saved. So if you put yourself, when, as you pay tight, and as you give, some of us are even uh, been MP supporters. You give to healing Jesus. You pay your tithe. You give offering. I tell you, you will be surprised how God will overlook your mistakes. Bible says, blessed is the man whose sin the Lord has not imputed. May God forgive our sins. It is the forgiveness of sins. It's God's forgiveness that makes us able to stand tall. Hallelujah. It is his mercies that qualifies us. Amen. In Lamentation chapter 3, I think verse number 22, it, is, it says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. It is of the lost basis. Hallelujah. It is of the lost basis that we are not consumed because his compassion faileth not. May the mercies of God come over us. Amen. May God not have any reason to kill us very soon. Amen. 
Yeah, may God have a reason to let us play on. May he increase our life and uh, transfer. If life is like units, may he transfer 20 more years to your age. That will be around for 20 more years. It's very painful to be calling somebody, then that lady tells you, you have no core credit. It's very... Sometimes you are busy in life, very busy in life, and you notice that your life is coming to an end. That shall never be your story. On this International Sunday, I pray that the graciousness of God, the mercies of God, oh, the benediction, may God be benevolent, may he be kind towards you. That even when we are wrong, he will just wink at us and tell us to play on. May God be for you. And may nothing be against you. May God help you. May he sustain you. May your life be put on God's support. Yeah. Some people, some people, their companies in a, in a political card that they are party members. But I pray that God will also write your name. That you are his party member. You are his supporter. May God give you. He said those he love, even when they are asleep, you package their blessings. Look at somebody like Joseph. Look at Daniel. When God loves you, he, he changes the condition for you. Hallelujah. I pray that the graciousness, that is how people do well. Yeah. God doesn't like people who boast about things he has given them. And you don't give glory to God. If you are beautiful, turn and thank God for making you beautiful. Don't tell other person you are ugly. <laughs> yeah, sometimes some the ladies they know when, especially they know that they are more curvy. They have more curves. So that when they see somebody who doesn't have curves, they look at this like, oh, oh, oh. Don't do that. God can be angry. Can just increase your size. You see that you move. Before you notice, he has moved you from Coca-Cola bottle to Tim Cook. It's only your head that is like that. The rest is like that. Yeah. Look, you, you may be on diet. I know some people, even when they drink water, they become fat. Yeah. You have no way to control. God has given you a nice plan. Thank God for it. I, one day I saw a sister, very slim, and she was not happy about how slim she is. I said, people are chewing leaves and paying, uh, uh, what do you, in, yeah, instructors, and they are doing, they are doing uh, like this. They, are, they want, you, you are slim, you don't like it. I said, be content and be happy what God has made you. Hallelujah. May God be gracious unto every one of us. May the graciousness of God affect your finances. May the graciousness of God affect your health. May God be gracious. Oh Lord, I pray for your graciousness. Be gracious, Lord, unto us. And let your face shine on us in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know what you are struggling with, but I am giving you. Be a tighter. Don't struggle with God. Don't think that God is cheating you. You work hard. No, 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 no. Allow God to bless you. Allow God to be gracious to you. Allow God to say, play on. Allow God not to stand up and look at your mistakes. It is the mercies of God that causes us to be where we are. 
May the Lord bless you. I don't know who you are, but I feel that somebody, somebody, you are, you are too meticulous. You, you think that you are working hard for, no. Allow God, allow God's grace to be on you. May the Lord bless you. Father, we thank you. We bless you for this opportunity. Lord, may you be gracious unto us. Bless us and let your face shine on us. May we not be the same because we came. In Jesus' name. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.